This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. All right, Cincinnati's Q102. It is Jeff and Jen, 645, rain and thunderstorms. Uh, expected to develop this afternoon and uh, high around 80. Right now it's 77. Still trying to uh, process the events of yesterday afternoon, morning, I guess. It was such a long day yesterday, I couldn't even see which end was up. Mm -hmm. As we just wait and wait and wait to get all of our questions answered. Who's the shooter? What's the motive? Where, Where is he from? What's... Yeah, and I don't know that, uh, you know, who knows if it'll ever make sense. I, I feel like so few of these ever do. Four people, including the gunman, gone after what police called was an active shooter situation in downtown Cincinnati yesterday. And, uh, you know, it wasn't even 920 and we started getting alerts and texts on our phone and there were people that were calling our hotline trying to figure out what was going on because police had Fountain Square shut down and there was this major evacuation and that uh, was suddenly underway and uh, nobody seemed to know what was going on. And that's the craziness, you know, that's the, the chaos in situations like this. I think that's so unsettling is on one hand, we're so desens we've become so desensitized to violence in our society. Um, when I first saw the active shooter alert came through, I didn't think much of it because we get those all the time. Alerts that there is one. And somewhere. And uh-huh. sometimes it's something. And sometimes it's we find out later that it's not. Um, so there is sort of that wait and see. And then once we saw the ambulances rolling down the hill and the number of police vehicles that were heading in that direction and. Um, reports of injuries started coming in. We knew this was this was real. This was actually happening. Mm-hmm. And so today, Fifth Third is asking the employees that work at Fifth Third Center to stay home today. I guess an email was sent out yesterday asking employees to just avoid the site of the shooting and uh, stay home, take the day off, long weekend, try to recover and process. Um, we do know that Fifth Third has joined with the United Way that uh, I guess they're planning some kind of uh, vigil this afternoon on Fountain Square at 5 o'clock just uh, for an opportunity uh, if the public wants to come, attend, and pay their respects to the people who were um, injured or lost their life this afternoon would be that opportunity. And um, Hawksworth has also put out a call for blood donors. Um, 
you know, they always need blood, um, not just when something like this happens. As a level one trauma unit, the need is always there. But, you know, they made the point, and it was a good one, that, you know, they need people to show up even when there isn't something like mm-hmm. that going on. You know, and you to never plan know for- when something like that's going to happen, so they need to have... Well, and I remember when we gave blood, what was that, back in June, I think? I think it was... Uh, Just a few months ago. Yeah, not too long ago. I was we, Hawksworth was here, and as a company, Hubbard uh, donated blood from the employees, and they were saying that they also, that they, they have a, like a huge blood bank that they share. So it's like, you know, if there's a need for blood in Lexington, Kentucky, they can share that blood With also. Them. So, you know, I just I just think about how many lives are forever changed from yesterday oh gosh, from yes. the the families and the loved ones of, of those who died to the family of the shooters to everyone that witnessed it to the police officers and the other emergency workers that were down there just in no time flat. The cops that actually fired the shots that mm-hmm. killed. I mean, forever changed thousands Thousands of lives. And I just, I hope that we start to just take better care of each other. I mean, this is mental illness at work. And how many times was the shooter failed along the way by people who knew him or the system or whatever? I think we'll we'll learn more and more about him and his no, we don't really know that much mental about the shooter. state. Yeah. You know, I did hear one report that he did suffer from mental illness. I mean, let's face it. Anybody that's going to take a gun and walk into a place of business and just start shooting people. There is something going on upstairs oh, sure. that requires some. Always feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Attention. And uh, it's just, it's so, it's so prevalent and we just need to, we need to take care of each other and we need to tell our loved ones how much we love them every day because you just don't know. I heard two gunshots and and then it stopped and then immediately after it was a, a more gunshots and more gunshots and never stopped. We were really really close and all that was going through my mind was they coming they're coming for us they're coming the shots got closer and closer and closer and it's just like that's all you can think about is I'm next I'm next I'm next. That's Janetta Cook, who's an employee at Cervantes, who was there yesterday on Fountain Square when the shooting broke out. I can only imagine, you know, as if a, sh- a shooting of any kind isn't chaotic enough, in that particular type of environment, just with such tall buildings around you and the echo and the way sound bounces off buildings, how much more confusing it would be in that situation. Yeah, difficult to know where it was coming from, I would yeah. think. Cam Hardy, uh, who we have on the phone here, was also at Cervantes when the shooting 
broke out on Fountain Square yesterday. Cam, good morning, and thanks for coming on the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. No problem. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, Do you work on Fountain Square? Um, I work nearby uh, at a law firm, but I cut through Fountain Square every single uh, morning uh, because I'm a bus rider. And I get off the bus and I cut through to get to work. And so where were you when this all happened? I was coming out of Cervantes, um, getting me a donut. And uh, there was a lady that was behind me in line. And I was holding the door for her as we were going out the door. And we heard two shots immediately. We seen people running, screaming, active shooter. Again, we heard multiple gunshots. And this lady, who I have never met before, um, still don't know her name to the, today, she grabbed me, grabbed me on my wrist, and we ran up down Fifth Street to Sycamore. And, you know, people were just running and just screaming hysterically. You can hear um, the gunshots. Pretty chaotic situation. And uh, did you see anything at that point? No, just a bunch of scared people. People didn't know what was going on. Um, I did not um, see the shooter or any victims. And how long did it take before you saw police rolling up? Well, by the time we ran down to um, Sycamore, I could hear the sirens. That was it was very very fast. Yeah. Um, so 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 big big uh, credit to our uh, law enforcement and our first responders because they uh, were on scene very fast. So now that you've had a night to kind of sleep, I don't know how much sleep you've gotten, but I'm just curious, you know, when you, when you kind of look back on the events of yesterday morning, now that you've had a few hours to, to sort of process this, what are, what are your feelings now? You know, I did not get a, a lot of sleep last night, you know, uh, but I did, I, I thought a lot about our, our, our city, the people in this city, um, and just, you know, uh, how we care about one another. Uh, as I stated earlier, a lady grabbed me. I never met her a day in my life. We were just in the same place at the same time, you know, um, and I suspect maybe she's a mother, and her motherly instinct kicked in, and she grabbed me and, you know, wanted to ensure that I was just a safe serve. It just speaks to, you know, um, the togetherness of our city, and I don't think that this will defeat us. I know it won't defeat me. You know, um, I will not give the gentleman who did this um, any kind of, uh, you know, power over me. Mm-hmm. I will continue to walk through uh, Fountain Square every morning, as I have been doing for the last three years. Um, you know, and if I want a donut in Cervantes, I'm going to do it. By God, and, get a know, donut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you mm. know, um, and I'm just not, I'm not going to let this kind of change my life and, you know, take power over me. And I've, I have witnessed this um, attitude, you know, um, across our city since this has happened, and I really like it. Yeah. The, uh, the show of strength and unity, you mean? Absolutely. I yeah. love it. I love it. And it's just, like I said, our, our togetherness, you know, I think that these kind of things, you know, really brings us together, and it shows kind of, you know, the pride that we have for our city. You know, there was not a single person. There were strangers, you know, reaching out to me, making sure I was okay, and just, you know, I really appreciate that. I, I don't, I don't believe that I was, you know, um, in immediate danger. I feel more sorry for the actual victims than myself. Sure. You know, but the fact that people reached out to me and just, you know, made sure I was okay, I really appreciate it. And it's just like you said, it shows the strength and unity of our wonderful city.
You got to see some real heroes yesterday, and we appreciate you sharing your story, Cam. It was great talking to you, and we're glad you're okay. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thanks. And if we're going to recognize the heroes, you know, how do you not bring up the four Cincinnati police officers who confronted this shooter uh, in the lobby? Imagine if you're in that situation, you get a radio call, you know it's coming from a general direction, but you don't know where exactly. You don't know what the suspect looks like, what you're looking for other than a gun. And there's so many people, so many soft targets, mm-hmm. and so much room for error. The fact that these that these guys were able to confront and engage and take down is just and without remarkable. shooting any bystanders. Yeah, it's just amazing. Uh, this guy had one weapon on him: a nine millimeter semi-automatic pistol. Had several hundred rounds of ammunition on him. I, when I heard Chief Isaac say that, I said, I said, I remember. I, I turned up the radio. I said, on him. Mm-hmm. So uh, I just don't think we recognize our officers and thank them enough for what they do, given given what they're up against. Pretty amazing. It is 729 with Jeff and Jen as we try to process and uh, move on from this. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.